If you're into the Daily Bravo news, exclusive interviews, and just the mess, then don't miss my podcast, Up and Adam, where I'm your host, Adam Newell, on any and all platforms that you listen to your podcast. I'll see you soon. The People's Choice Podcast Awards are out, you guys. It's the 18th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards, and we need your vote. We are in it right now under the health section. That's podcastawards.com. You go on, register, please vote for Foreplay. We would love your support. Thank you so much. This would really help us spread our mission if we can get recognized in the podcast awards for the people's choice. The following content is not suitable for children. Okay, are we just catching up with each other? So exciting to talk, or is it just checking in with the basics and seeing how we're going? What's going on in life? What's the difference? Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So excited. Lori, another in-person training, Philadelphia, unleashing... Oh. The Power of Sex and EFT for Therapists, October 4th and October 5th. This is one of our favorite trainings to do. It's such a need out there to empower therapists to keep their focus better in session and know how to help couples facilitate these bonding conversations through sex. Most of us don't grow up in families talking about this stuff. So get some of the tools that you need, have some fun, engage with other therapists. It's great to be back in person. Oh, yes. It is so great to be in person. We had so much fun in our last in-person training. I mean, people actually laugh at our jokes. And, you know, I got to say some of what we're doing, I think it's pretty cutting edge. We're, we're working on stage one and stage two. For those of you who are therapists in EFT, you'll get what we're talking about. But even if you're not an EFT therapist, there's a lot here that you can learn about how to talk with couples about sex and how to become more expert at it. And if you're a listener and you do have a therapist and your therapist doesn't know about EFT, tell them, you know what, I think you should check this training out. Mm -hmm. I guarantee they're gonna, they'll come out of that training with some new tools, which is, that's what we're in the business of, right? Creating change with new tools. Yes. So come join us in October in Philadelphia. Men and women are so complicated, aren't they, Lori? They are so complicated, for sure. Men are complicated. That's true. Women are just so... Simple. Elegant and perfect. <laughs> and always right, right? <laughs> always right. That's right. Yeah, I think this is typically a gender thing. Right? I was working with a couple where they're having this conversation, and you know, the wife, when she talks to her girlfriends, it's, it goes all over the place, the conversation. They really are checking in. There's no agenda. It's free-flowing. It's They're like riffing, right? They're just musicians. They're just kind of... It can start talking about the kids and it leads to like this show that they love and this food that they're cooking. And it's like, it is, it's all over the place, right? And it's so playful and it's so engaging. And it's so, I mean, you can just see as, as the wife was describing to me, just like how alive she feels in these conversations. Oh, yeah. And then she talks about what she does with her husband, which is so different. There, it's not. It's a checking in. A checking in is it's it's schedule it. It's logistics. It's 
partnering. It's the stuff that needs to happen in a relationship. But there's an agenda, you know, there's there's a linear way of kind of progressing through the list of things to be discussed. There's more of a seriousness to it, which is very different than the playfulness of the, you know, the other one. Oh, yeah. I hear that. Like men want you to get to the bullet points. Okay, what's what's important? <laughs> How was your day? I, yeah, well, I did this, I did that, I did this. Right, which is different when, you know, my wife says, how's your day? She's not really wanting the report of what's happening. She's just wanting to talk about whatever the heck I want to talk about. Right. And it will lead to whatever the heck she wants to talk about. And yeah. then it could bounce all over the place. But again, I think this is, this is often where couples can miss each other. I think that's so true. You know, I'm getting together with four of my girlfriends, well, three other girlfriends, and we're planning a trip to Asheville. And, oh, my gosh, you know, we're, we're already excited about what we're going to talk about. And, you know, we're just going to we're going to talk for hours. You know, we were like, we're, we're probably going to stay up all night just talking because we haven't seen each other for about a year. And so, you know, it, it's just this sense of I don't have any worry or pressure that I'm going to talk too much or that they're going to be bored with what I'm saying or that there's any agenda whatsoever. It's just like we're, we're just going to get together and it's going to be fun. Whereas I think sometimes with men, you know, it's like you got to stay on track. You got to stay focused. Don't let – I mean, how many times have we talked, George, and we're trying to, you know, think about episodes and you're like, oh, well, don't bring that in yet, Lori. That, that's like – don't bring that in. <laughs> You know, yes. it's like you want me focused. You want me on the same subject, whereas my brain could go to three other really great ideas, and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, there's value to both, right? It's the balance of both. I love when we go out socially. You're like, you can work the room. You know, you can just kind of <laughs> bounce around and talk about a million different things. But let's not pathologize the focus. Right, there's something really important to Wait, I want to hear that compliment that I can work the room again. <laughs> well, I think that's the gifting of the catching up, right? To not have an agenda, to be in the moment, to enjoy wherever the person is at that you're with. Yeah. The evidence is in the affect, right? When two people are smiling and you can see they're really interested in what each other's saying, that's a win. That's... I, I love, I, I always try to learn that from people that are good at that. I'm like, you know, I got to let go of some of this focus and the agenda sometimes. And the flip side of the coin, if you do that all day, you're going to wind up in a loony bin. I mean, it's, the world has to go on. Things need to get done, you know, so be able to keep your focus. But I think guys can do this, you know, with other guys. I'm, I've never talked about this, so I'm just sitting here saying, huh, that's yeah. interesting, like, there's a problem doing it across gender, but like when guys are just hanging out with guys, it's similar, right? It's like they're teasing each other, they're joking around, you know, conversations going all over the place. It does feel like that catching up when especially you haven't seen somebody in a little bit. It's not so agenda driven like a lot of these. It seems like that's what happens with partners, right? In a couple, mm -hmm. like somehow the relationships all start to skew in a direction of 
constantly check in. Let's see what we have to talk about, what we need to do, what we need to. And it, they lose the element of that catching up. So I think that would be pretty cool uh, to figure out how can couples carve out more time for that in between mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. I, I get that. The other thing that came to my mind since you're, we're talking about free flow and little lack of focus is checking in. What I first thought of when I read your blurb here was I think that women also check in to take the emotional temperature of their partner. You know, what? how are you? What happened today? They're also checking in emotionally, like testing. You know, do you, is there, I, I don't know, are you okay? Are we okay? Are you in a good mood? Mm -hmm. You know, are we going to be able to have sex tonight? <laughs> That's on the agenda. See that? There's an agenda, a loose agenda. Loose agenda. No, but again, I, it's it's a bid for connection to checking in. It's mm -hmm. not about the tasks. It's about really connecting in that moment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the checking in is about the tasks. It's not about connecting. And yeah. I'm sure you can do both, but you have to be more intentional like we're talking about here. I was working with another couple. Again, I think it, it highlights this point. When we talk about the high road, the middle road, the low road, mm -hmm. the high road being that great sex and dates and fun and vacations, the good stuff in a relationship, the middle Laughing, road. Laughing. Yep. Getting drunk on Bourbon Street, all that nice. kind of fun thing. We all need that in our life. <laughs> the, the middle road is more this check it in, the logistics, the partner and the dishes, taking the kids, all the stuff that needs to make a life function. And the low road is around our vulnerabilities, our insecurities, our struggles, being able to kind of, couples that do all three well have the greatest relationships. But a lot of the couples that we work with, they really struggle on the low road. They didn't grow up in families knowing how to talk about their hurts or insecurities. They keep it to themselves. It creates a lot of distance. So a lot of the work we do as therapists is really try to help couples meet on the low road see the value in kind of being there. A lot of times you can't fix these things, but you can make a choice to face it together or to be alone with it. So it's kind of like this, this catching up, right? It's like making a choice to be present. So it, it really struck me. The, the couple came in and a wife said to me, she said, George, you know, when we come here, I look forward to these sessions all week. It's like date nightly for me. I know during this, you know, like you're going to ask some questions. You're going to help me know myself and you're going to help my partner know me in ways that we don't normally ever do. Like yeah. this jazzes me up. Like her body is longing to kind of go on this, this low road right. and just be present. Yeah. And he has a different experience. He's like, George, well, you know, to me, it's more like going to the dentist. I know it's good for me. I'm glad I'm learning how to do more of this low road. I usually feel better after the session, <laughs> but I don't come into this feeling like it's date night, right? Because he's coming in more from this checking in, kind of like, this is what I need to do. It's still performance. It's still a job. I'm trying to fix things where she's coming into it with like this date night approach. Like, I can't wait to learn more about myself. You can see how they're having two very different experiences of that same session. Yeah, and learn more about her partner, probably, because you get him to talk. And so, you know, that would be really exciting. Yeah. I guess we got to do better with this catching up kind of thing, huh? I agree. I think there is so much time spent 
in a marriage, just, you know, having to do the basic communication, especially when you have children at home and all that, you know, you're, you got a million, you're going 16 different directions and it's hard, you know, it's mm-hmm. hard to coordinate all that. I think though, there's probably times when both partners relax and just start talking. Yeah. You know, but if they could be a little more intentional about building those times in. I, I was, last night was a beautiful summer night in North Carolina, and we were making dinner, and we had had a steak out. And, Ooh, and good. Yeah, it was really good. And Derek makes some good steaks. He so. does make good steaks. And so, you know, we had salted it and all this, and... I think he kind of wanted to go back to work while we were waiting for the steak to get seasoned. And I'm like, let's just go out on the patio. It's so beautiful. We can sit by our garden. We can have some wine. And he's like, well, well, you know, and there was just this resistance. Like, what? I got to check some emails. I got to make sure I send this bill out. I'm like, you know, we got 20 minutes. So let's, let's go do, you know, the things we got to get done and then come back and make dinner and be done and. Yeah, I was just like, no, let's let's go do that thing. And I think there's probably pressure with all the tasks of the mm-hmm. day that he was feeling. I get that. And I I actually had a ton of work too, but I it was dusk and I just I wanted a break. You know, I wanted to be together and chit chat and talk and Yeah. Well that's the beauty of catching up. And I and I listen a lot of women get caught up in their lists too and Oh my wanting gosh! To, yeah, wanting to check in and go through the logistics and all that stuff, and and again, we're not pathologizing that. It's critically important. You can't run a family or a life without kind of being able to partner well and do all of that stuff. Right. But I think some of us can over rely on that, and we miss this critical piece of, you know, I almost look at it like O M H. What's no. OMH? A George acronym. Surprise. Another George acronym. Surprise. What's an OMH? No, OHM. OHM. Isn't that something? Ohm? Isn't that mean oh. something? Ohm? Oh, Ohm. It does. Ohm. What I call open heart moments. Oh. How do you have these open heart moments with your partner? You got all the logistics, but the open heart moment is like, I, I, I'm present with you. And I'm walking in your shoes and I'm feeling what you're feeling and we're coming together in this moment around whatever it is. So let's come back and talk about more OM moments. Okay. Um. Cannonballs! Hey y'all, this summer is not about the size of those cannonballs. It's about making a splash with our friends at Manscaped. Prep for that barbecue season by making your grill master the hottest dogs in the summer ever seen. When you're at the cookout, let the meat speak for itself with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. It's time to get ready and not sweaty. By going to manscaped.com and using our code FORPLAY for 20% off and free shipping. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. 
Now you can feel safe wearing that uh, low-cut swimsuit with no stragglers peeking out. That's right, man. You don't want all your hair popping out all over those shorts. Get yourself trimmed up. And use that Manscaped liquid, basically the ball freshness version of cracking open a cold one. You've got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Yes, I am saying ball deodorant. Okay, so get 20% off and free shipping with the code foreplay at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code foreplay. Manscaped, the perfect way to get your patties sizzling hot this summer. We are doing a couple's retreat on September 8th. So please keep that in mind in your schedule for your fall schedule. We want to give you a heads up. We're only doing one this year because our training schedule is getting crazy, but we would love to invite you to our couples retreat on September 8th. It's by Zoom, and you can find it on our website, foreplaysextherapy.com. Nice, and we just uh, completed training therapists two days, right, on sex. Had over 100 therapists. How much fun was that, Laurie? To just kind of, again, get all these questions. We don't have all the answers, but we're just, again, that excitement is just trying to help us all get clearer and clearer and start leaning in this direction because it's such a great need to help couples talk about their sex lives. It was. It was really fun. And we're excited to do it again for our couples. We always have fun with people who are wanting to work on their sex life and come to us. They're always anxious. What is it going to look like? And I'm glad to email you a little bit about that, talk with you so you can get comfy. Nice. And who don't want to be comfy, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Lori, another acronym. I can't help myself. That's that logical focus brain. I can't help myself. Numbers and acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. G, G and numbers and acronyms. Uh, so they I'm just... working on That's why I'm talking about catching up and trying to let go of these things. The OM allows me to say, hey, put aside the agenda. Yeah. You know, my wife wants to talk about something that's bothering her instead of kind of wanting to fix it and get frustrated. And in this moment, how can I just be her and be frustrated with her? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's an intimate moment. It really gets to know a part of her that probably I won't if I rush past it. Right. You know, it's not just the worry. If you lean into the worry, you know, there's if the fear is saying something might happen if something would happen like if you lean into that you can see the ripple effect a lot of these things you know i'll i'll be letting people down i won't like myself you know there there's so many layers to kind of these vulnerable moments that you just you need to give it time to listen to it mm-hmm. right and and there's a beautiful opportunity in listening to it because you know you're getting to know your partner in a way you wouldn't if you didn't have this anxiety so a lot of couples that learn how to be present with each other in those moments, like it, it's such intimacy, right? And what does it feel like to have somebody know you in that way? Yeah. We all want to be known and seen and understood. And like so often it's through these negative emotions that couples can learn to open up their heart and do it with each other. So you're saying sometimes when we're catching up, what can happen is vulnerability and open heart moments. And Mm -hmm. it could also be just talking about difficult things inside. Maybe that's part of the resistance, maybe in a male withdrawer. It's like, oh, if I do an open heart moment, there might be things that it gets emotional. And then I could be failing. I could be in trouble. I could she might turn her attention to the things she doesn't like about us. And then we're having a 
state of the relationship conversation, it just slides downhill, you know? Yeah. And we can make that choice. If my wife wants to talk about some frustration she's having with a friend, and I'm in this kind of checking in mode, it's like I know I need to let her vent, but I'm not really being impacted by her vent. I'll be like, yeah, babe, that sucks. Anyway, what are we doing with the kids? Like, it's like, it's it just, I, I, I check the box and I get move on to the thing that's more relevant to me or what's next, right? That, that's a logistical kind of exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not an open moment, open heart moment. For me to take a moment and say, wait a second, let me feel what it's like for her when this happens with her friend. And like when I t- allow that to happen for a moment, it's like, oh shit. Because not only does that moment suck, but like you're supposed to go away with her next week. Oh, yeah, okay. And then and then the kids, oh, they might. Uh, and like you start to see that like there's a spider web that goes so many places. No wonder why she wants a sounding board to like make sense of this. Yeah. Because it yeah. impacts her in a great way. And, and she's bringing it up because she wants to not face that alone. And a lot of times my brain doesn't see the invitation to connect. Because my logistical brain just says, yeah, 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 I, I'm sorry, move on. Like, and, it, it, it's a, and we don't have to be perfect, but I, I do think if you're looking for moments, for these open heart moments, mm-hmm. you could find them sprinkled throughout a day. And you could just, every once in a while, take a moment and resist the urge to kind of move along the agenda and just stay curious and be like, whoa, 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 tell me a little bit more about this frustration. Right. And by telling me a little bit more, I mean, like, I want to walk in your shoes and feel you. It's amazing what that can do for the relationship. Mm, So true. I am also aware that sometimes as a woman, like I can call a girlfriend and there can be no preamble. I don't have to explain why I'm calling. (laughs) I don't I can just dump like what I'm concerned about, like, boom, like a good friend. I can just start right there but maybe what happens Mm -hmm. in partnership if you just start with the catching up and you got to tell all this stuff it's like your partner isn't yet oriented to that that's what is going to happen i like it so maybe they need a little bit of checking in hey let's clear the decks and and by the way i i just i gotta vent about this too do you have some space for that like narrating what we're needing and what we're what is happening inside of us so our partner is aware then of how to respond and what we need from them. So let me repeat this because I think it's so important. So all you men out there are listening and all you women that men really do need a preamble often. They need your, you engage their logical brain to tell them what you want the focus to be. So for you to be able to say, hey, listen, this is not one of those, you know, checking in moments i i don't really need to go down that road this is a catching up moment (laughs) i really need you know that open heart that that like helping their brain focus on the mission right Mm -hmm. that's what a logical linear brain wants to do it's like all right that you you need to you don't just need to vent you actually need me to be curious and walk in your shoes i can do that if i tell my brain to do that but if you don't give me a chance to make a choice, it's probably just going to default to what it normally does, which is problem solve, give a little bit of advice and move on to the next thing. Because I don't really want to spend a lot of time thinking about worries and negativity. Right, right. So that preamble invites me to make a choice that normally I don't, I might, 
I, I don't make a choice because I go to my default settings. So I love that you're encouraging couples to just be more intentional around mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Talking about it first, just I think that is so important. And I have a girlfriend recently, and I was talking about how she can talk to her partner about something. And I was like, you got to let him know, not, hey, I need to talk because, you know, that's like the worst thing that you can say to a man. But just, just, you know. I need to talk in bed. (laughs) A good preamble I like. (laughs) Can we go to bed and talk for a little bit? (laughs) Without clothes, but just no distractions. Can we go to bed naked and talk for a little bit and then have sex? There we go. There wow. we go. We're getting clearer and clearer here, Laurie. I'm glad we're figuring things out. <laughs> that would be a good preamble, right? You would encourage women to use that preamble. Well, I'm not going to say no to that one. <laughs> well, we're having fun, but that is, I mean, the importance of kind of helping people hit the target and kind of know what you want. I mean, you have to be clear. I think a lot of times, you know, women start a conversation frustrated not talking about why they're frustrated and a lot of times men feel it's coming directed towards them yeah and it's like oh yeah they have a lot of experience wanting to get out of those conversations and it's just a setup for both of them so you know couples aren't going to get this perfectly but it's good to be able to repair afterwards you know maybe maybe the wife comes the next day and says you know what i'm sorry i didn't do a preamble i came on so fast you know i started kind of dumping on how frustrated i was and you know, I can imagine if I had a camera that's like, that probably might be pretty intimidating to you. And you're like, can you believe she did it again? I mean, I don't even know how to put up with this stuff. And it's like, you know, immediately that guy's brain wants to calm that down and be like, whoa, hold on a second. I don't want to hold on a second. I mean, this is what they, no one wants to live. And it's like, boom, you can see how quickly this thing just, just escalates. It just blows up. Yeah. It just blows up. Yeah, blows up. And a lot of men have had that experience because they try to minimize and they try to calm it down. And like, that's not what the, the wife who's sharing is looking for. Right. And then we it need gets validation. Di- right. But then it gets directed towards the, the husband. And this is why the husband doesn't want to do this because they, they failed so many times in these conversations and they've learned to just not want to do it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I do think it's helpful for you to say what you want and get my brain ready to try to give it to you. Yeah. Because the good news is, in a love relationship, men do want to give their partner open heart moments. Ah, so true. And I think we want to set men up for success, you know? And I think, honestly, I would love catching up moments from my partner, too. You know, just like, yeah. yeah, I want him to sometimes come and dump, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the more success men have in knowing what to do in these moments, the easier it is to then start asking for a two. And yes, that is what love does. It's reciprocal both ways. For a guy to see the value in saying, hey, I had a hard day and I'd love to have a sounding board. To experience what it's like to have someone else be curious with you, to help you find your words for these places that oftentimes you just endure alone. And that's not a sign of, that's a sign of courage, right? To learn how to let people in as opposed to just hiding in those places in yourself. So amen to that one, Lori. Yeah, absolutely. So catching up or checking in, we got to narrate what we want, tell each other what we're looking for. Just be aware that our partner may not know. They might have a different agenda. We got to tell them what we want. And then we get to those lovely 
open heart moments. We do better get on the same page than being on opposite sides, right? Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Keep it hot with those open heart moments. I would love to invite you. This is women only, but we are having a retreat in Asheville on November 10th through the 12th, and it's going to be a slumber party. And so we're going to like all stay together in the same cabin. It's a beautiful space, and we're going to have meals brought in and made, and and we know who the chef is, and so it's going to be wonderful. Maybe drink a little bit of wine if you'd like to. And we have kind of some talks and time to work together on your sexuality. So the whole goal of this Women's Sexuality Retreat, the Slumber Party, is to basically enhance and develop yourself, your erotic self inside. So we're going to be talking about anatomy and physiology and sexual attachment. We're going to talk through blocks, you know, what stops us, what are the breaks against our sexual expression, and then what are our gas pedals, what are our turn-ons, how do we open up more sexually, like with enhanced sexual pleasure, and we're going to talk about orgasms and role play and using toys and fantasies and some stuff. And each night we're going to have a pajama party where we just relax and sit around and talk on the deck and hang out together. And, and then on Sunday morning, we're going to set our focus and have concrete steps toward sexual engagement with our partners. Sounds pretty awesome, Lori. And all the men, don't worry about it. Maybe we'll have like a Spartan camp out somewhere, have a couple <laughs> beers and, you know, we'll do our own version of that someday. <laughs> that would be great. So love to invite you. I will post it on foreplaysextherapy.com under the resources and there will be the retreat, the scheduling events, and you can link and figure out if you can make it with us on November 10th through the 12th in 2023. Asheville, be there. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number four, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.